Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Open up your Bibles to the book of Psalms. We're going to be in Psalm 1 this morning. Now, this morning we continue our study of the spiritual disciplines. We are in the midst of a series called Spiritual Training. And what we are doing is taking each uh, Sunday to focus on different aspects, different disciplines, different practices that we are called to as Christians that we might grow in depth in our faith. A few weeks ago, we spent time looking at the call to giving ourselves to a weekly rest, the weekly Sabbath as we join together to hear God's word and to worship and pray together. Last week, Pastor Cox taught us about the importance of Intake of God's word, that the word of God would dwell richly within us. And this morning we turn now our attention to the practice of Christian meditation. That is the practice of taking time to ponder, to think, to give ourselves over to the word of God. So hear now the word of the Lord, Psalm 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither, In all that he does he prospers. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. This is God's holy word for us as people. Let us pray. Father God, we come to you now in this time and we pray, Lord, that the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts would be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. We pray, Lord, that we would give ourselves over to your word, that it might change our hearts and that we might live it out in our lives. We pray this in Christ's holy name. Amen. In 2015, a study conducted in Britain revealed that, quote, a worrying majority of Britons aren't brewing their tea properly. As a nation, the Brits take their tea rather seriously, it seems. An average of 60 billion cups are consumed each year. However, according to this study, up to 80% of Britons are doing it wrong. Professor Mark Madownick comments, This may be very controversial, but the British do not understand how to make tea. Or at least they're not doing it properly. The problem they found is that people are not allowing their tea time to brew for the recommended five minutes. 
They will dip their tea bag in and out of the hot water, but they will not allow time for the brewing process to fully take place. Again, Professor Madownick says, expediency is causing us to throw chemistry out the window. We're not allowing our tea time to brew for the flavors to be released. To make tea, it takes time. For the flavor of the tea to be infused into the water. It takes time for the various notes to be released so that you can enjoy the deep, rich flavor. This past spring, Pastor Brett and I spent some time in England with our overseas missionaries, with Dorcas Harvin. And while we were there, the topic of meditation was raised and one of the attenders brought up this study and she said, you know, meditation is a lot like brewing tea. You have to allow time for the truth of the Word of God to change you. You see, many of us have dipped in and out of God's Word. We've even consumed large numbers of sermons and Bible studies, but often we have failed to take the time to soak in the Word of God so that our lives take on the flavor of what we have heard. This approach to the Word of God has created Christians, Christians who have not taken on the depth and maturity of faith that we so long for and need. And while we might want to be physically thin, we do not want to be spiritually thin. For to be spiritually thin means that we have very little understanding of the faith of the Bible and how it applies to our lives. To be spiritually thin means that when we encounter difficulty, we quickly succumb to despair or anger or confusion. To be spiritually thin means that we may know much about God, but we do not know God well. And if any word could describe the state of Christianity in American culture today, it would be thin. A thin veneer of Christianity that has very little effects on the way that our culture believes and thinks and acts. And the irony is, is that we have never had more opportunity to know the Word of God. There has never been a time in history when Christians have as as much access to good teaching and training. And yet every indication shows that Christians know less and less about the content of their faith. And how the truth of God's word applies to their lives. We are a people who may have taken on the color of tea, but not the flavor. Yet this thin Christianity need not be the case. We need not be anemic in our faith. For there is a clear path forward to a robust, solid, fruitful, mature faith that is laid out for us in the word of God. As we turn our attention to Psalm 1, what we will see is that the one who is blessed with such a mature faith is the one who chooses to meditate on the Word of God. So what I want to do this morning is take some time to define meditation from a Christian perspective, to deal with some barriers to meditation, and finally to encourage you with the fruits of practicing Christian meditation. So what is meditation? Well, in Psalm 1, 
the word that is translated meditate means a deep reflective thought that occurs over and over again. It means to focus one's mental attention upon a particular object with the hope of understanding it better. Therefore, when we read, on his law, he meditates day and night, we understand that the man who is blessed, the person who is blessed in the Lord, is the man who takes time to think deeply about the Word of God throughout the day and even into the night. Now, this biblical concept of meditation has been hijacked by Eastern religious practice that seeks to empty the mind. Clear your mind to achieve enlightenment, we are taught. Or another approach is to seek answers from within. Meditation, they say, is looking deeply into your own soul for answers and peace and life. But biblical meditation is not an emptying of the mind. It's not looking to your own heart and soul for answers. Rather, biblical Christian meditation is looking outside of yourself to a particular object, to a particular truth, the Word of God itself. We do not meditate on ourselves. We do not meditate on emptiness. We meditate upon the Word of God with an aim to understand. And to live it out in our lives. The main object of meditation is to pour over the Word of God with all of your mental powers. Sometimes that means quietly sitting and thinking. Other times it means brainstorming over the Word of God or discussing it with your family or a small group. Making connections between His Word and your own life. Donald Whitley illustrates the meaning of meditation, making this connection between brewing tea and meditation long before I did. He says, hearing God's word is like one dip of the tea bag into the cup. Some of the tea's flavor is absorbed by the water, but not as much as would occur with a more thorough soaking of the bag. Meditation is like immersing the bag completely and letting it steep until all the rich tea flavor has been extracted. You see, meditation is a protracted focus on the Word of God for the purpose of growth. It is where you digest the food of God's Word. It is in meditation. It is in taking time to think about the Word of God that the truths of His Word begin to influence your life. You begin to take on the flavor of God's Word so that it might guide you to blessedness in Christ. Yet so often we treat the Word of God like a quick cup of tea. We dip in and out of sermons, in and out of Bible studies, in and out of Christian music and media and wonder why we're not growing. The reason that we fail to grow and mature despite the fact that we are exposed to so much Christian material is because we fail to take the time to properly absorb what we have been given. The nutrient-rich Word of God must be meditated upon if we are to extract those nutrients and grow. Why is much of, so much of our Christian culture so shallow? 
because we rarely take the time to sit quietly and allow these words to change our hearts. Why though? Why don't we take time to meditate on God's Word? What are some of the barriers that we see here in Psalm 1? While we might point to several obstacles to meditation, I want to highlight just two this morning. Look at verse 1 of our psalm. It says, Blessed is the man, and then it goes into what the blessed man is not doing. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. You see, a contrast is being made between the one who is blessed and the one who is not. And in verse 1, we see that the man who is not blessed is the one who takes up the counsel of the wicked. Now, this image is of a man who is absorbed in the advice or the instruction of the wicked to the extent that he not only walks in this council, but he stands and he actually ends up sitting in the council. It takes over his whole life. This is what he meditates upon. This is what he thinks about. His mind is filled with the thoughts of this world and not the Word of God. You see, a reason that we do not meditate on the Word of God is because we are too busy meditating on the things of this world. You might ask yourself, where do my thoughts go when everything is quiet? What do I give my mental attention to when my mind is free to think? What do I think about? Do I think about the Word of God or do I think about the things of this world? Is my mind filled with envy for other, what others have or greed? Is my mind filled with lust or coveting? Do I despair or grow anxious in times of quiet? Is my mind filled with self-righteousness, litigating everything I did throughout the day to ensure that I was in the right? One reason we don't meditate on the Word of God is because we meditate on the counsel of the wicked, the way of sinners, the seat of scoffers. And the mind is absorbed in the things of the world. And yet, it is not influenced by the truth of God's Word. However, there is another barrier to meditation. You see, the truth is, many of us rarely ever allow ourselves to think about anything very deeply at all. When was the last time you gave yourself an hour not to listen to music, not to watch TV, not to read a book, not to check email? When was the last time you sat with nothing but your own thoughts for an hour or 30 minutes or 15 minutes? Or five minutes. My fear is that most of us have not allowed ourselves to be alone with our thoughts in a long time. It used to be that such a practice was somewhat unavoidable in life. Before TV, if you woke up in the middle of the night, there really wasn't much else to do besides think. If you walked to work, you wouldn't have a Walkman or a car radio to listen to as you drove. Believe it or not, it wasn't that long ago that if you were waiting in line at Walmart, you couldn't check Instagram or Twitter or Snapchat. You just had to sit and think about something. However, 
Every second of our lives now has become filled with input. Information that we dip in and out of. An endless stream of stimuli that keeps our minds from meditating on anything in particular for any extended period of time. And so we read Facebook posts that we will never remember. We take quizzes like, which superhero are you? But we never remember the results. We watch football and baseball games that seem rather important at the time, but we forget the results within a week or two. We watch political news almost nonstop, but we fail to know the details of any one political candidate's agenda. We hear a year's worth of sermons on 1 Peter, and we fail to know the major themes and key verses of the book. And it's not because you guys are not intelligent. You're very intelligent people. The reason that we can't remember any of these things is because we haven't taken time to think about them. We haven't meditated on them in any systematic or consistent manner. We dip in and we dip out so quickly, moving from one bit of information to the next, never allowing anything to change us. You see, to grow as a Christian... You don't need to attend another Bible study. You don't need to watch another Christian movie. You don't need to read another book. You might not even need to read more of your Bible than you're reading right now. You don't need to listen to more sermons than are offered here on a weekly basis. You don't need to listen to more Christian music. What you need is to free up the mental time and space to meditate on what you have already received. You need to meditate on what you hear on Sunday, what you read in the morning. You need to stop meditating on the things of the world. You need to stop the influx of endless information. Turn off the TV, put down the phone, switch off the computer, and give yourself the grace, give yourself the time to ponder the Word of God. The reason 21st century Americans don't meditate on the Word of God isn't because we don't have enough of it, it's because we have too many other words coming into our minds and hearts. The blessed man walks not in the endless counsel of the world, but his delight is on the law of the Lord, and on it he meditates day and night. So then, why should we Take time to meditate on the Word of God. Why should we set aside time to think over Scriptures, even change our daily routine? In a world that has adopted expediency as a way of life, meditation seems like a waste of time. Right? Prayer is hard enough. Next week we're going to hear about prayer. It's hard enough, but at least you feel like you're doing something. In meditation, it feels like you're really not accomplishing anything at all. The reality, however, is that in meditating on God's Word, you are doing more than you are doing at any other time. For the fruit of meditation, as we see in the Word of God, is a blessed life. Look at verses 1 and then into 2. It says, Blessed is the man whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. You see, the 
fruit of meditation is blessedness. It is the favor of the Lord. We see this blessedness illustrated in our psalm through two contrasting images. One is a picture of a mature fruit-bearing tree, and the other is of a thin, useless chaff. Look at verse 3. There it says, He, that is the man who meditates day and night, is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither. Let's take a moment to think about this tree, to meditate on what this tree is. First, it is a tree that has been planted. This tree has been placed with thought in a particular location for a reason. Why? Because it is by streams of water. As you can imagine, in the heat and dry of the Middle East, a fruit tree needs to be planted in a location that has plenty of water or the tree will just wither away. Now, what is the result of this care? Well, it says that it yields fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither. What is the point? The point is is that meditation on the Word of God is like planting yourself by streams of water. The streams of water is God's Word. For as you rest in His Word, it will bring you the refreshment, the health that you need in this world that is so hard. Yet it also makes you fruitful in season. That is, it leads you to holiness and obedience. In Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, we read, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. You shall meditate on it day and night. Why? So that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous. Then you will have good success. You see, we don't want to meditate because we have too many other things to do in this world. We have too many things to check off our list so that we can be prosperous, so that we can be blessed, so that we can have good success. But the Word of God is teaching us that you would be prosperous and fruitful and have good success in this life and growth in your relationship with Christ, then you must meditate. Or as it says in verse 3, in all that He does, He prospers. Meditation leads to spiritual prospering. It will lead to a life lived well. It will lead to a faith that is applied. It will lead to a walk that is mature. It will give you resiliency against the hardships of life and fruitfulness in the calling that God has upon you. Do you feel a lack of depth and power in your spiritual life? Then give yourself to meditating on God's Word. For those who lack such meditation are, as verse 4 says, like chaff that the wind drives away. Now chaff is that thin outer coating that comes on grain. It's a husk or a hole. It's that thin piece of the kernel that gets stuck in your teeth when you eat popcorn, right? That is chaff. And to separate the chaff from the wheat, what they would do is they would put the wheat out on a long sheet and between two of them, they would pop it up in the air. And the fruit of the wheat was heavy enough that it would fall back down. But the chaff was so thin and light, the wind would just drive it away. 
As it fell back down, the little pieces would be carried away by the wind. There was nothing to them. And that is a picture of one who does not meditate, that does not mature through meditating on God's Word. And oh, Christian, do not allow your soul to be so thin and fruitless as chaff. But meditate on the Word of God. Allow His Word to be infused into your soul so that you might grow in holiness and maturity and fruitfulness. Yet the final and highest purpose of Christian meditation is not fruitful living, as blessed as that is. The final and highest purpose, the end of meditation, is to be known by the Lord. To be known by the Lord. Look at the end of our psalm in verse 6. There we read the results of these two lives. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. I wonder why it is that we are so prone to filling our lives with these endless streams of information. Why it's so enticing to us. Why we don't allow ourselves the privilege of thought, of meditating on God's Word. And I believe that one of the major factors is because we are scared. We're scared that if we turn everything off and we are alone that we won't find anything, or maybe more to the point, we won't find anyone there with us. The reason that people will text while they are driving, the reason that you will listen to hours of radio on end, the reason that you keep the TV on even when you're not watching it, is because we are scared that if we turn it all off, there'll be nothing there. And so instead of dealing with that, we turn something on. The voice of Bill O'Reilly, the antics of Doctor Who, the post of a high school friend on Facebook, an Instagram post, a tweet. They all help us to avoid the fear that is in the quiet. We will be by ourselves. But Christian, God's Word promises us that in the place of quiet, you do not go to enter into nothingness and loneliness. You go there to come to know the One who already fully knows you. This is what Paul means when he says in 1 Corinthians 13, For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. For meditation is looking into the mirror of God's Word and coming to know more and more Him who already fully knows you. For God's Word gives us great confidence that we can come to God because we have been known by God. We have been loved by God. When we go to His Word, we learn that there is hope for coming into His presence and knowing Him because of the work of Jesus Christ. For the blood of Jesus shed on the cross has opened a way for sinners to be cleansed and to come before Him. By His death and resurrection, He's opened up the way of truth to all who come to Him in faith. Apart from the work of Jesus Christ, you're right. You go to a place of loneliness. 
But through the work of Jesus Christ, you come into the very presence of the God who knows you fully and loves you through Jesus Christ. When we come to Him in faith and enter into His presence, what we will find is not a God that we have found, but a God who has found us. Not a God that we have first known, but a God who has first known us even before the foundation of the world. As Paul says in Galatians 4, but now that you have come to know God, and then he corrects himself, he says, or rather, to be known by God. Why give yourself over to meditation? That you might know better the one who knows you completely. We fail to understand the power and the intimacy of Christ in our lives when we neglect meditation. However, when we give ourselves over to a life of delighting in, a life of meditating on the Word of God, we will come to the joy of being fully known at last. And in being fully known, we will come to see that in Christ we are fully loved. So will you not now give yourself to knowing and being known through daily meditation on the Word of God? Will you not give yourself to marking off a set amount of time, 5, 10, 15, 30 minutes, to ponder the words that have been read, to ponder the words that have been preached, to plant yourself by the streams of water and soak in the Word of God that you might know the blessedness of being known by the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, we come to You now in this moment and we confess that we have filled our lives with distractions. so that we might not come into Your presence. That we have filled our lives with an endless influx of information that has distracted us from knowing You. And so we ask, O Lord, that You would come against the spirit of the age, the spirit of expediency that takes us from one stimuli to the next. Work in our lives, O God, that we might be like this man who is blessed. This man who is like a fruitful tree planted by streams of water. That you might know our way. We pray this in Christ's holy name. Amen.